today, for our vinyl analyses, Dan and I are going to break down the Van Halen Diver Down record. A lot of people see this as something that they were doing just to get a record out for the label. And I get that, but nobody does it cooler than Van Halen back in 1982. Yeah, this album is nothing but fun. And I don't care what Eddie says about it. I just, I'll listen to it any day and it holds up. Love it. Vinyl Analysis, I'm your host, Arch Madness, along with me, producer Greg Hansberry, and today's very, very special guest, musician, radio personality, and just all-around great guy, Dan Orr, everybody! Hello, Dan Orr. Arch. Greg Danny. Hansberry, how you guys doing? Ah, Dan. Here is the deal. Now, today, for our Vinyl Analyses, uh, Dan and I are going to break down the Van Halen Diver Down record. A little backstory... Dan and I, in his basement, long, long time ago, we used to just really get drunk, play pool, and jam on Diver Down. Right, mm-hmm. Dan? That was yes. that was our that was our thing. We both were big into this record. This is a very polarizing it, record. It's still a go-to. It, I agree, for, man. For, for even when Arch isn't around, man, I have so many Van Halen friends. It's like, well, okay, this is what we're playing. Don't you agree that this record, you either love it or you hate it? There's, there's because of the because of the cover songs. Yeah. Some people view this uh, as the Van, Van Halen, Halen brothers. brothers. Yeah, yes, yeah, well, they, yeah. they, they hate Christmas. Uh, all right, yeah. so let's not even bring them into this. There are so many cases where my favorite artists hate my favorite albums yeah. by them. Yeah, I mean, just look at the John Lennon interview from 1970 with Rolling Stone. He just picked apart like all my favorite Beatles songs. That's horrible, and that's what we have with Diver Down. It's we have to defend it against the guys themselves. We have to defend this record. So Dan and I yeah. are going to do the Diver Down album. Released April 14th, 1982. Now, Dan Orr, as we drink Hop Devil. And thank you. That's, oh, no problem, bro. This is what we usually start off with. And I will introduce the new beer once we kind of get once we kind of get down to that. All right. I think we've got another good five minutes I look this. forward to every bit of it. All right. There you go, Danny. Thank you. Right on, bro. So, Dan Orr, mm. musically. How's it going? Now, you you gig all the time in Columbus, Ohio. See, I got to always say that because other people are listening and they don't know. So maybe they want to hear your music. Let me tell you something, folks. Dan, radio legend in in, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, this guy right here, as far as the parody music, not that he's an amazing musician, great voice, great guitar player, all that good stuff, great songwriter. But he is a, I don't want to (sighs) say. You're a parody genius. You Dan. want to say a poor man's word? Weird I wasn't going to say you? it, Dan. Damn poor it! I almost said it. I almost said it, and that's that's yeah. not even fair to you, Dan. What you do right. is a lot more edgier and a lot funnier than we're, what Weird Al ever and, brought to well, the table. Thanks, and Weird Arch. Al is a, his own poor man's Weird Al nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so. it's, it's, he is actually a poor man's exactly, Weird Al. Dan. <laughs> you could be a rich man's that's uh, right. a Weird Al if, if you'd like to do that. Yeah. So well, talk to us. So, so what's the deal, Dan? Uh, talk to us about where you're at right now. 
you, you gig, you, you play, you have a lot of fun, you're out all the time in Columbus, but when did you first pick up a guitar, Dan? When, and I know you guys in the Orr family, you guys play piano, yeah. you play everything. When did the mu- love of music start for you, Danny? Well, I'm, I was the uh, mistake, I mean the surprise mm. child. And so I was too. Older siblings, that's right, yeah, that's something another thing we have <laughs> in common. But, so my sister's six years out, older, right, my brother's nine years older, right. and so I totally absorbed all their musical taste growing up. Not even realized, not even trying. You just that's that's what you hear in the house. That's what you hear on the radio because they choose the radio stations. So I grew up just loving everything from the '60s and '70s. Even though I wasn't really, you know, I was born in '68. So anyhow, um, snuck into my brother's room and s- stole a few things after he moved out for college, including some uh, albums and. Right. Totally fell into my love with the Beatles from what I, you know, stole from his room. No one knows more about Hansberry. No one knows more about the Beatles than this gentleman right here. Well, no, Danny, Danny, no, no, Danny, no, you don't. No, no one does. No one does. Fine, and uh, and that just my whole my whole obsession with the Beatles, which still goes on to this day, but not maybe not quite to the level it was then. At that time, it was all Beatles or all British invasion bands. I mean, it just kind of grew out from that circle. So it became the Beatles and the Kinks and the Stones and the Who. And then I allowed in Pink Floyd and then Led Zeppelin. And, you know, oh, I'm with and, you. Allowed them in. So in the early 80s, when everybody else was either Ozzy or Duran Duran, depending on which way. I mean, that's really the kind of... I liked went, both. Is well, that a problem? <laughs> Dan, and you know me, Dan, no, right? I know. I know. And I... You know, I, I mean, dude, I didn't like Rush at the time. I mean, I, I was too much of a snob then wow. because I was such a classic. To me, Orders on in, communism, in 1982, Dan. classic rock to me was right. 60s British, period, you know? Wow. And, and it go, wasn't Greg. until There's later scores. where I finally like broke down and said, okay, all of this is great. I mean, almost all of this is great. Yeah. And so after the Beatles, so many bands have taken the turns of me and my second favorites. So anyway, that just kind of starts, it explains my 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 song taste or music taste or whatever i mean now it's just so all over the place but uh as far as playing music also from my brother and sister that my sister played piano my brother played guitar my favorite memories are hearing them play like my brother playing his guitar in his bedroom my sister playing piano down in the basement so i picked up guitar um around 12 or 13 years old and took lessons both from my brother but then when he went off to college in other cities i had to find you know teachers and i and i what i always say is i stopped getting better at about 15 i, I progressed for 2 years and then i leveled off and i've been that way forever since so well, you're you a were hell, nice you're a hell of a musician that. danny you're a hell of a musician and, so, and for the folks in in switzerland dan was also a contestant and winner on who wants to be a millionaire? I mean, <laughs> but not in at, Switzerland. That was actually in U.S. But the one here with yeah. with Regis, and it was at the height of that show, Dad. Yeah. You were on there. Yeah, there was. I was actually on for two nights because when I got in the chair, I was on for the end of one episode and the first, like, last half of one episode, the first half of the next episode. And I remember looking at there was 18 million the first night and 20 million that viewed it the second night, and that was crazy. And wow. I actually had very similar to our numbers on this podcast. Yes. Yes. So, but yeah, I do the live music and all that stuff. So Dan, yeah, we do the band, the Dan Orr Project, to do website, live stuff. Website, uh, danorlive.com. Get out about four times a week, either solo or with band. So come see there us. There you go. Yeah. So, and if you're in from Switzerland, I know. <laughs> Again, uh, with the Switzerland. I know, I know, well, yeah, then there's uh, there's like a hotbed in Honduras that are really into our shit, too. So we'll have to see how that, how that all well, shakes out. Good for out. vinyl analyses. I, I think so. So... Today's record, today's record, as you can't tell, Dan and I have been friends for, for quite some time, so 
the camaraderie is going to absolutely choke you. All right, it's going to it's because we're oh we have how many people have we pissed off at concerts? Oh, Seriously, how many people have we pissed off at sporting Period. events, yeah. Danny? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so now let's talk about Van Halen. We talked about the uh, the Diver Down album when it came de- when it actually came out April fourteenth, nineteen eighty two. Now there's some history as well before we even get into this record when it comes to Van Halen and Dan and myself. We both have a, a couple of funny. Backstage Van Halen stories. Yeah. I will let you tell yours first, Danny. What exactly happened when you went backstage to meet Van Halen? This was, we were taking some winners back, some some Q winners back to meet them dur- at, at Buckeye Lake Music Center or whatever they were calling it at the time. Right. And um, it was for the Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge uh, album. You can call it whatever you want. I'm yeah, going well, to try to say nice. Bullshit. There you How's go. that? We'll call <laughs> and, it bullshit. Yeah, okay, Sam. He was in the band <laughs> right, at the time. Right, right. And, um, <laughs> and so, as is always the case with backstage, if you've never been backstage, the managers always lay down the rules, and they're always the jerks, because they, they got to be. You don't want the band to be the jerks. So the managers say all the stuff you don't want to hear, and they're laying out the rules. And he he implored everybody, hey, you're going to get your autographs, maybe even some pictures. Do not ask to shake hands with Eddie. <laughs> Whatever you do, right. wow. do not hold your hand out for Eddie, because he's going to have to, to, to turn you down. That is his moneymaker. Do not touch Eddie's hand. He makes his living. So, yeah, wow. I'm cool with that. I right. wasn't looking to touch Eddie don't, Van Halen. Don't mess his hand up, Dan. So Crap. it just so happened. I didn't even know where the guys were at this time, but where I was standing was right by the door where they were 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 hiding out, let's say. Right. So they come out, and it's like, oh, well, there's Van Halen, and Eddie's like right in front of me, and he sees me, and he raises his hand high to the sky. Oh, producer and so, Greg. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to put my hand up, and he slaps my hand as hard as it's ever <laughs> been slapped. And I'm looking at the manager like, that wasn't my idea. Eddie did that to me. He slapped my hand. So anyway, it was I had a, had a killer high five from Eddie, and of course I feared being kicked out, but no, it was all good. They signed all kinds of autographs. They were great. It was See, a great and, and- yeah. And Sammy's awesome backstage. Come Sammy, on. Yeah, you're not going to find a nicer guy. Than whatever Sammy side of the Van Halen no, fence you it, are, yes. Sammy is a great dude. It seems like every week I try to try to defend myself on my stance on Sammy, I and, I, and he's he is a great guy, man. I, I, I love his show on Access. I love, and Sammy's a great guy. His solo records are awesome. Yep. It, it's yeah, I mean. When it's love, sucks. I just I apologize. <laughs> and so, I and I know that when we saw Sammy and Mike, is this in the story you're doing about your shirt, right? No, that's a completely different one. We saw the Dave and Sam tour. Yeah, producer Craig. Yeah. So they were all over the place. I told you. So I actually wore a shirt. It was the Sam and Dave tours when Sammy and Dave went out on, yeah. on tour, and and Michael Anthony was obviously playing with Sammy because that's all the only gig he can find these days. <laughs> yeah. I had a shirt on that said, "I'm here to see Mike," yeah. <laughs> and, and I saw we. And we ran into Michael backstage. Here comes Michael Anthony, yeah. and he sees that shirt, and it was like he was appreciative, but he was still kind of like way creeped out, yeah. way creeped out. And I said, "Look, man, I'm just a huge fan, and I just don't want to get into all this singer bullshit." Yeah, I miss you, Mike. And he's like, "Thanks, man." And he, and he signed my Van Halen too, and I had, which I had at the time, and everything was cool. No, the time I met Eddie, unfortunately for me, was on the Van Halen three tour. And <laughs> oh my god, so that's when he was hobbled, right? So he comes so he comes backstage, right? And we got the speech as well. Don't be careful with Eddie's hand and yeah. all that that whole thing happened. So Eddie comes back and he's like and he just he doesn't know me. He has no idea. And there I am. I just want to talk to him about just how much he's meant to me over the years. I want to show him my tattoo. I want to just just Family have a moment, right? Him, yeah. He's like, "Oh man, my fucking hips killing me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy shit, Dave is right." <laughs> what is you you you're a 
fucking complainer. Yeah. And he was bitching about his hip. And he's like, I gotta get, I go, and obviously being the Van Halen I didn't fan even I know am, that. I haven't even being heard the Van that Halen story. fan I am, I said, Ed, didn't you have surgery on that? I thought I read that. He's like, Yeah, I'm still just having t- uh, lots of difficulty with that. Maybe I'm he was like, feeling you out for some drugs. Holy shit, oh, man. man. Where have all the we, good times gone? Can't we talk about fair warning? <laughs> can't we talk about the first record? Here's your hip. About of all things, the hip, man. His hip. That's my conversation with Eddie. And I was like, no, man, this is not the way this is going to fucking go down. <sighs> we are not going to talk about your hip. Man, man I mean, did. of we... all old guy conversations. Oh, shit, Dan. It brought me down yeah. big time. And they have let me down ever since. <laughs> they have let me. Let's go back yeah. to happier times. Okay, all right. Three singles released off a of diver down. Pretty Woman, Dancing in the Street, Where Have All the Good Times Gone. Not Dan- a single one original. And, and that's the thing. And that's, I think that is why this record is such a... Uh, a catch twenty two for a lot of people. Not for me. Not for Dan. We love this record. Yes. But a lot of people see this as a throwaway. A lot of people see this as something that they were kind of doing just to kind of uh, just to get a record out for the label. And and I get that. But nobody does it cooler than Van Halen back in nineteen eighty two. Yeah. This album it will always be my favorite Van Halen album. And no matter what kind of list I'm doing, I always differentiate best and favorite this is not their best album no 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 but this is my favorite van halen party album album. yeah and to me it is so similar to van halen one which i believe is their best album and you can't even argue that not to say that it all went downhill after their first album but but their first album is 10 out of 10 it's iconic it's 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 everything you want yeah and this album to me no you hate one too dan Sammy's a nice guy. Yes, he is a great guy. Um, but, but this record. But Diver Down to me is is kind of a cousin of of uh, Van Halen 1. I mean, they had three albums in between, but this one to me has very uh, some similarities with Van Halen 1, everything I love about it, and just it's broader. I mean, it, the songs they do go further out there. They scratch some heads of some people. It's like, what are they doing here? But this album is nothing but fun, and I don't care what Eddie says about it. I just I'll listen to it any day, and it holds up. Love it every the, track. The uh, the remakes on this record, the cover tunes. Yeah, uh, where have all the good times gone? This is another chance for the Van Halens to show off one of their favorite bands growing up, and mm-hmm. that's the Kinks. Yeah. You always read about Ed and, and Alex. They, you know, they talk about the Dave Clark Five. They yeah. talk about the Kinks. They they talk about a lot of these early guitar type bands, and. I just think, and, and you think about You Really Got Me and what they were able to bring with that, this one just as special to me. And what did I tell you earlier here? I, I told you I was such an obsessive fan of British 60s rock. I was such a Kinks fan, still am, but I would have normally been a totally offended if anybody tried to cover another Kinks song. They did, and I knew then when I heard it, it's like, this totally puts the Kinks version. <laughs> like the Kinks version is actually embarrassing next to this. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, I won't say that about you. Really got me. I love them both. But the Kinks version of Where Have All the Good Times Gone shows almost no semblance to the Van Halen version, and the, and Van Halen totally owes that owns that song. Uh, and, and I'm glad you brought up the Roy Orbison cover, uh, Oh Pretty Woman. When I first recorded this album, when I first got my hands on this, it was through Oh Pretty Woman. When it was released, and it was one of those deals where I held my jam box, and we've talked about it on this program before. That's a lot of times that's how we did it at first. Oh yeah. When a song would come out before the record would get released, whatever. Hit record. I would hit record, and I would stick it 
up against the radio mm-hmm. and the family stereo, the one with the speakers on the ground, right? Sure. So, so I'm recording Pretty Woman, and and I grew up in a town in southeastern Ohio, a little town called Marietta. And we had to actually, we were so poor that we actually had to go to West Virginia for our radio stations. Okay? That's that's where I'm coming from, right? So there was this station. It was a great station, and it still is. It's a heritage station down home uh, in Marietta in the Parkersburg area, and it's uh, 95 uh, WXIL. And so I wasn't able to hit the pause button after the song was over in time to eliminate the call letters of that that station. Yeah. At the end of Pretty Woman, you know, Pretty Woman, that, and it goes right into 95XIL, and then it would went into this next song. So I had that snippet. And I'm telling you, as a guy who's been in radio for over 20-some years, when I play Pretty Woman on the air, it still <laughs> takes everything I have to not say 95 XIL <laughs> and do their jingle. It is it is it is it is ingrained into my brain. I struggle with it. I have to to script out that that break every time <laughs> just because yeah. I'm I want to say those call letters. But yeah. anyway, I ended keep, up keep getting it to the, WLVQ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but uh, that's one of those things. It's kind of cool. That's like growing up with so many vinyl albums that skipped. You know, I've always talked yeah. about the Beatles album. Yes, yeah. this is great, Danny. Talk about uh, you this. know one of those albums I stole from my brother's room. Right. I told you about was uh, Meet the Beatles with It Won't Be Long, and that was riddled with skips, like nine <laughs> skips. <laughs> and so I grew up listening to that song, being It Won't Be Long, yeah, 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 won't long, yeah, yeah, and it was so so crazy. But that's right. how I knew it. So when I heard the real song, like on CD or whatever. It's like, where's all the skips? It's not the same. <laughs> so, yeah, it's whatever you grow up listening One to. One of man. the Hansberry family traditions is we always play Beatles birthday. Birthday yeah, yeah. On, on our birthday. On your birthdays. And uh, cool I, the song after Beatles birthday on the White Album is, is uh, your, your Blues. Your blues. Yeah. But uh, when I was like eight and ten, you know, growing up, all I would hear is one. Yeah. <laughs> and then my dad would stop oh, it and great, start Beatles Greg. over again. So like f- until I like got into the Beatles, right, right. that's all, the only part of that song I ever knew. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is, that's what makes vinyl as special it yeah, is, as gotta, it is, you man. You can't go stop it yourself. You can. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes it so damn special. Yeah. Uh, now, with this record, we're talking about Van Halen's Diver Down. The intros were also something that I think uh, was kind of a cool, uh, where where some people would say they're just trying to fill space as far as uh, a cathedral into Secrets, as far as Intruder into Oh Pretty Woman. Little Guitars intro. Little Guitars intro. You just can't, I I just can't hear those songs without that as a complete package. I mean, it was an album-oriented rock uh, gem just because of what it gave you with these intros before the actual track. I mean, that's just something that you don't, yeah. you never got, and Van Halen was so good at it, and this album displays that. I love all the intros on this album. Yeah. Um, Intruder going into Pretty Woman. I mean, the first band I was ever in back in high school, Tyrant. Uh, we do, we oh, do, oh, Pretty Woman. It's a scary Woman. name, Dan. Yeah, we would, I'm sorry to scare you, but yeah, we even made up t shirts. The t shirts are way better than the Holy band. Holy shit, that but, would be uh, funny to see a Tyrant t shirt. Whenever we did Pretty Woman, we had to do Intruder as our intro, well, and duh. I mean, it was, it was so simple and stupid what we did, our version of it. I mean, it didn't sound anything like Van Halen, of course. Uh, but, man, we felt like we were really cool because we were doing the full song, you know. And, I mean, I love Intruder on it because I always, 
even be, well, this wasn't before videos. God knows the videos from this album are horrific. Pretty Woman. Oh, oh my yeah. God. But anyway, you, you, you'd make up this own video in your head. Whenever I heard Intruder going into Pretty Woman, I always pictured this monster in this boxed cage trying oh, to get out. Just trying to get out, man. It's, it's, it's growling. Build up. It's, it's this build yeah, up. It's growling. It's threatening. It's telling you, I'm going to bust out of this thing. And then they do, and they go into Pretty Woman. How perfect is that? What I want to do, Dan. Yeah. I want, to, I want us to pick a song. All right. Then I'm going to crack open a beer, and I want to give a state of the union for Van Halen address. I want to kind of give a state of Halen. Okay. All right. So let's 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 pick a song that that might be your favorite off of this. I know we we say it's like picking a favorite kid. Yeah. Pick a song that you love off this record, Dan. I'm going to go get us a new beer, okay. the new beer that we're going to try. And then I kind of want to talk about, because I, I don't want people, because everybody knows I'm a huge Van Halen fan, and I want to address the current Van Halen situation. Sure. I want to make sure that we discuss that, because it's 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 sad. If you had to pick a song okay. off of this record, what's your favorite off this one? Van that Halen, is, Diver Down. That is very tough. I will say this. This is going to sound like I'm hedging a little bit. But the two hardest rocking songs on this album are actually the two most... I don't want to say obscure, but the ones you never hear about, and that's Hang 'em High and The Full Bug. Those are by far the two most rocking, especially guitar-drenched. The Full drenched. Bug. You, I know but, you love that. But that's not where I'm going. Okay, all right. If I'm picking one, I got to say Little Guitars. That's great, Got to say Little Guitars. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorites off that record. And like you said, uh, the intro to Little Guitars. Well, yeah. Very, very special. And 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 back in the day when, when Ed would play it, yeah. I mean, he would actually have, Greg, a, a Little, a little Guitar. guitar. So, yeah, I mean, crazy? it was this big. And and it was kind of another throwback because, you know, the, the Van Halen 2, they did Spanish Fly, and so or he did Spanish oh, Fly. Yeah. So a, a solo acoustic on a classical guitar um, showing you what he could do, man. And that and I think that turned a lot of metal heads. I mean, little hard rockers hearing an acoustic guitar solo. But then when he did it with little guitars, you're hearing this, this, this Spanish guitar intro. And then the next thing you hear when it actually kicks into the actual little guitar song is what? drums it's I like know. this song is called little guitars and we're hearing alex and i loved the sound of alex's drums still do he's one of those signature get, uh drummers. signature you're drummers right, Danny. You're where right. he has a sound i love just that hollow sound that he gets out of it and so this killer little simple but killer uh drum intro and then it just uh, this teasing guitar riff starts breaking into it and that's just that song kind of exemplifies the whole album because you get different styles in one song and you and it highlights the different parts of the band and Those are, Little Guitars is just a great tune. Little Guitars, one of my favorite songs on this record, The Full Bug. I'm so glad you threw that out there yeah. as well because uh, Greg can actually pair that up with Spotify. And that's such a, yeah. a song that just kind of gets, you know, it just kind of gets <laughs> forgot about with Dave's voice. But I'm going to go with Secrets. Great song. A a song that grooves. The, the same reason that I love I'll Wait off the 1984 album is yeah. the same reason I love Secrets. Uh, there is, I, I love, I'm a David Lee Roth guy. I love those early records. I, I love the the high octane songs. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I love the Unchained. I love the Mean Streets. I, I love the the Top Jimmies and, mm-hmm. the, and, the, and all the hits, the Panamas and everything else from, from, from that era with Dave. But I love those songs that groove. I, I just feel that that's, Almost is when they are at their best, and, and secrets is one of those songs. And it's just it's it's not in your face. It's a groove song, but I think it it uh, it's it exemplifies exactly what Van Halen could do. And, and clean guitar, I so think. Clean, Dan, I, I could so be wrong, clean. but I think that's the first example of Eddie playing 
non-distorted electric. I, I would have to. It has to be, Dan. I mean, he it did, he did that be. more and more with, sorry, but OU812, you no, heard that well, on yeah, like, uh, finish yeah. what you started. And, uh, but Oh, dear God. You know, and I could oh, be wrong, but God. I think that's the first time Eddie did clean guitar, and man, it sounded so pure and, and just stands out. Again, it makes this, this album dimensional. It makes it, you know, it, 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 you hear more than just the same thing, 12 songs. And just because Dan mentioned finish what you started, that doesn't mean we have to put it on the Spotify list. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, no, that's not happening. Because you know what the worst song ever is, and you know, and I, you've seen it, Dan, on yeah. Facebook and stuff. And I just, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm getting too old for this. I don't like to argue about the Dave and Sammy thing anymore. Right. I just, I'm over it. I get it. If look, if if you like, finish what you started. If you like, feel so good. <laughs> th- 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 look, man, we have. Nothing in common, you and me. All right, it's, it's not a big deal. It's free country. Everybody's got their own thing. I get it. And be like, well, they sold more records, and I like it. It was a commercially, and they brought more people in, and they. Yeah. That, that's fine. That's fine. But the music sucked, bro. Yeah. And that, that's that's on you. You you enjoy that. Have a blast with those records. Knock yourself out. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fair warning. Diver down. Two and one, just, 1984. I bet I have a better time. Say what I you will. Say time. what you will about Dave, especially these days. Oh, but dear damn God. it, he, he added twelve shades of personality to the band. That's that's the that's the whole thing. Dynamic. That's dynamic a, and personality, you. You. attitude. I get it. Sammy's a hell of Sammy a singer. Sammy crafts a hit. He, he's not. Sammy Sam, crafts a hit. I get it. And Sammy's an amazing singer. And Danny. he's not just a good guy. And he's not just a great singer. And he is a great singer. He's awesome. But when you talk about true personality, I mean, there's only so many bands that ever really could could flaunt that. And Van Halen was. All right, now we're gonna Dave. We're gonna close with the. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna check this beer out. This is from the Brew Kettle. All right. And this is actually producer Greg. This is one of his favorites. Did you smell that when I opened it? I did. Smell this, Danny. Smell oh. that. Smell that, Danny. <laughs> Out of Cleveland, Ohio. Well, okay, that's hard. Do you get it? Do yeah, you get what we're yeah. talking about? I, All right, let's oh, cheers yeah. this. There All right, go. I know you got you got kind of two fisted no, there, Dan. Right. I apologize, mm-hmm. but uh, take a sip of that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. White Raja. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Whoa. I do. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Huh? You yeah. taste it, Dan? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is right. good stuff. All right, now. That being said, as we as we round third and we head for home on this vinyl analysis, mm-hmm. I get it, Hagar fans. Dave sounds like shit now. It's horrible. It's it's. I don't want to see it anymore, unless he gets that surgery or talks to the psychiatrist that Axel Rose talked to. Yeah, because Axel sounds yeah. amazing now. Axel sounds amazing now, and he sounded like shit three years ago. So what but, what happened? I think Dave is. I think his voice is shot. Can I just say this though? This sound, this is both a knock and a support for Dave. It was never great. No, right, exactly. It was awesome in the studio. Thank you. Thank you. Even yeah. I mean, listen to the Us Festival tapes. Listen, he never was an amazing singer, and he forgot the words all the time. Yes, yeah. yes, he was he a mess. The words on stage all he the time. He was a mess, but that's kind of what was that's what you loved about the it. The beauty yeah. of it. Yeah. So when people say he's horrible now, I think it's more a visual thing because they see him with his short hair and yeah. his big goofy grin, and he's more of he a does visual have a goofy ass grin. He's more of bad. a clown visually now. Yeah. yeah because yeah. he can't, you know, he does his twirl and he can't do the jumping splits and all that. And I think that just kind of brings it all into focus for people. It's like, wow, he's just kind of a goofball. Well, he was always a goofball. Always a goofball. Always. And he was always. never 
Caruso at a freaking microphone, but you didn't care. He put it down on the mic. I mean, he created great songs with Eddie and the band, and they did amazing things on their albums. And live, you were just lucky if you got a full song with lyrics. I mean, that's all there ever was. But it was fun. Yeah. It's a party. And, and I'll still go see Van Halen with Dave. I don't care what people say. I'm I'll see you. him today. I'm with you. Yeah. T- let's do it tonight. Are they? All right. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Eddie and Alex aren't really talking to anybody. Yeah. Do you see where they have? And the thing is, it, it's all re released stuff. Hey, we found a, a track in someone's basement of yeah. of Ed playing, you know, and it's like, no, man, it's just, you know what, I'll take it. I'll take that at this point. I'll yeah. take rehash stuff. Yeah. It's it's a bummer. Being a Van Halen fan, it's tough, man. It's tough. And I feel bad for Sammy. God knows I feel he's bad trying for to. for Mike. He, Sammy's I, trying to bring the love together I, I, again. I, and, you know what? Yeah. And, and, and the older I get and the more I drink, I, I, I get it. And I've said this before on this show, on this podcast. It. I know now it's not Dave. It's not Sammy. Yeah. It's not Mike. It's yeah. those damn brothers. Yeah. They're yeah. Cr- fucking crazy, Dan. Dan Orr. <laughs> yeah. Arch. Thank you so hey, much. Thanks for having now, me. Now, and, and if we're wrapping this up, you got it. You got to, producer Greg, you got to put on Happy Trails. I mean, we, that's we just a natural. Ha- yes. Right? For, from this record. And I think, where have all the good times gone? Little guitars, secrets. Oh, shit. Just play the whole record, man. <laughs> Such a good record. It really is. It's Just only going to take up 32 minutes of your life or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's not even that big of a deal. So yeah. don't, don't, you, yeah, just enjoy it, folks. Dan, thank yeah, you so much. You got it, brother. I, I, I hope you had a blast. For producer Greg Hansberry, I'm Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. <laughs> Thank you.